When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. Hey, there's a saying that goes, people's opinions are like belly buttons. Everyone has one. So true. It's part of what makes us individuals, adds variety to life. But have you ever wondered if your beliefs are really your own? What if it was put there by someone else without you even noticing it? Ooh, strap in folks, this is gonna be a deep one. Nah, don't worry, I'm not gonna get all existential on you. But the question popped up in my head the other day as I was scrolling through my feed. I sat there, certain as the sky is blue, that no ad or news piece changes the way I think or makes me want to buy something. I mean, think about it. If I know that a commercial or sponsored social media post is designed to manipulate how I think about something, then how could it work? Plus, do you even pay attention to ads? We all skip them. So I started digging, and I was shocked when I found out all the tricks the commercial media uses to influence us. The crazy thing is, many of the techniques rely on our own mind's participation and most of them have been around for a long time. There's this thing psychologists call the sleeper effect, and it's been observed since the late 1940s. This is where you get a piece of information that sounds like it could be true at first, but you dismiss it as soon as you notice that it's likely just biased propaganda. However, psychologists found that after some time, despite being perceptive enough to know better when first presented with a message, people, yes, that means you and me, come to accept it. Why? In a nutshell, if the initial message is strong enough, the message will stick in our minds longer than the source, even when we wrote the source off as unreliable. You know those quotes you see in ads for a movie with giant bold text? that says something like, the best film of the summer. You ever bother to notice who said it? I almost always do because, well, I consider myself a pretty observant guy that can't be fooled. I may even roll my eyes when I notice that the person quoted works for the same company that made the movie. Of course he said that. He's just trying to sell me a ticket. Still, that Friday night when a friend asked me if I saw that new dinosaur movie, I'll find myself saying something like, No, but I hear it's great. Just before I step up to the ticket window and say, two for Jurassic Jaws Part 8, please. And the big surprise? It was not the best movie of the summer. See what I mean? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
Then there's the framing effect, which is all about perception. After all, language can be tricky, and when it comes to how we want someone to think about something, it's not always about what we say, but how we say it. The way something is framed can affect everything, from how we interpret a story in the news to what shampoo you decide to buy. You're a lot more likely to buy a product that's 90% effective than one that's 10% effective, right? And what about 80% lean beef? Sure sounds better than 20% fat beef. (laughs) You see, the power of language is pretty much everywhere. When one person sees an old beat-up wardrobe, others call it an antique. And here's an interesting statistic I read. People are more likely to react to the word overpayment than the word discount. One study found that 93% of people check in for a flight earlier when they know they must pay more for checking in later. Yet only 67% check in earlier when there's a discount for early check-in. See? This stuff even affects our behavior. So, have you ever heard of the Semmelweis reflex? Before I started looking into all this, I hadn't either. But I knew the gist. I just didn't know it had a name until now. Basically, this is where we just see what we want to see and hear what we want to hear. It's named after a Hungarian doctor named Semmelweis who came to the shocking discovery that by washing his hands, his patients tended to, you know, not get sick or infected. When he presented this to his colleagues and suggested that they wash their hands too, they rejected his idea due to a lack of scientific evidence. Their strongly instilled belief was that a gentleman's hands couldn't transmit disease. Sheesh! Well, that was way back in 1846, and we've come a long way since then. Still, Dr. Semmelweis' story doesn't end well, and handwashing didn't become commonplace for another hundred years. So, what does this have to do with how mass media can control our minds? Easy. We're bombarded with so many sources of information every day. Our brain chooses to digest the ones that fit in with the expectations and beliefs we already have. We become less likely to accept any new knowledge that contradicts what we're convinced we already know. Therefore, we watch the same channels, visit the same websites, and trust the same sources. Check it out! A fan of Meghan Markle can look at a picture of her and think, wow, isn't she just the epitome of perfection? Her critics, however, will focus on the wrinkles in her dress and think, uh, she's always so unkempt. Ah, those people must be blind, but that's just my biased opinion. Basically, we see what we want to see, because that makes us feel like our opinion is verified. Now, when something terrible happens to lots of people, it's a statistic. When it happens to one person, it's a tragedy. This is called the identifiable victim effect and it colors how we process everything from world news to public policy. It happens because a story about one specific person is more persuasive and relatable than one that involves a bunch of stats and data. In 2007, a group of researchers gave two groups of participants $5 and a questionnaire. The first group's questionnaire began with a message full of convincing statistics about a population of a country and its people in need of assistance. The second group received a questionnaire that contained the picture of a small child that noted their life would be changed for the better as a result of your financial gift. Each group was then asked if they'd like to donate a portion of their $5. 
Well, no surprise here. The first group donated an average of 23%, while the second doubled this and gave 46%. Now, anchoring is a pretty useful trick, too. It's something we all do, and smart advertisers, marketers, and salespeople know it and use it all the time. It's where we create a bias based on the first piece of information we get and rely a little too much on that anchor before we get to the rest of the boat. Take Instagram, for example. You can take a picture of something or someone, crop a piece of it, and present that part as the whole. You know, like that selfie where it looks like you're out in the woods on an adventurous camping trip. But if we zoom out, we see you're just standing near a few trees and bushes in your neighbor's backyard. But that wouldn't get as many likes now, would it? In marketing terms, it's where we're presented with a high price for something first, establishing our bias of what the thing costs, and then it's presented with a great deal at a lower price. Like that coat you tried on that looks perfect on you, has a price tag that says $500, and the salesperson tells you it's on sale for $150. Who sold! Then the season goes by, and you see the same coat on a clearance rack for $50. Yup, that's the anchor effect. Now, one of the slickest tricks is how the commercial media knows we all understand the power and influence it has over us. Sure, it happens to everyone else, but me? Come on, I'll say it before and I'll say it again, I'm too smart for that. This is where we run into the third-person effect. We separate ourselves from everyone else and, in the process, increase our own self-esteem. Believe it or not, it's likely that the more someone believes they're incapable of being influenced, the more vulnerable they are to it. Weird, right? That must mean I'm super gullible. (laughs) But think about it. If none of this stuff worked, and I know my mind can't be shaped by someone else, why would companies be spending so much time, energy, and money on trying to influence? Because it works. Look, I totally get it. You start down this rabbit hole and watch a video about how our minds and decisions are being affected without our consent, and it can seem like a real downer. Well, we're just all pawns in these corporations' games of manipulation. But come on, this is the bright side, not the Debbie Downers. (laughs) What I'm saying is, simply being aware of these things gives us more control over our minds. It's called having a healthy skepticism for a reason. Emphasis on the healthy. And of course, making the informed decision to always stay up to date on the bright side certainly doesn't hurt either. 